The NFL Conference Championship recap and early Super Bowl look ahead edition of the NFL Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, a sports betting research platform for parlays, props, game lines. Download that Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com. Code SGPN to get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today. We're also brought to you by Cut. Cut is a peer-to-peer social betting platform, but U.S.-based and available in 40 states. Head over to Cut.com and use that promo code SGPN to get 10% off your uh, bonus today. And there's only two days left in the month of January, so get over there to the SGPN merch store and get that promo code PLAYOFFS. I'm just about that action, boss. And welcome, everybody, to the NFL Gambling Podcast, part of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Tuesday, January the 30th. I think this is our first Tuesday edition. Maybe, actually, no, we did a recap after wildcard weekend. So I lied there. I uh, lied less than 100 seconds into the show. So if you hit the under there, you win. Uh, <laughs> I am Moneyline Mac. He is J Mark Football, a.k.a. Old Fashioned Football. One game remains, my friend. How are you? Doing all right, recovering from being sick, so there's that. But uh, otherwise, happy to see the Lions implode on themselves. I mean, as a Bears fan that was anti-anybody else in the NFC North, very happy to watch that happen. Um, some interesting things happen in these games. I know we'll get into that as we recap them, but uh, I know we both agreed we messaged each other during the games that, um, I don't know, just some bad decisions Shout out to the chat, though. What's up, gentlemen? From Juke, go San Francisco, fuck Taylor, and Kelsey's happy ending. That's right. I already saw a uh, offshore book has Travis Kelsey to propose. <laughs> has to be on the field. And uh, I, yes, it was like plus 250 or something like that. Yeah, you're, you're teasing our early or our next episode because we have uh, we have all the bullshit props that we're going to dive into those markets, give out some value plus EV. You know, if you, th- if you think Kelsey and Swifty are going to get fucking engaged, we might give it out. I don't know yet. We I haven't decided which which side I'm leaning on. I gotta I gotta dig. I gotta maybe get on the YouTube, listen to some uh, Taylor Swift fucking songs. Maybe, maybe maybe get a little intel on, on that. I don't know what I'm fucking talking about, but uh, <laughs> I do know that the Chiefs are in the Super Bowl. I know the Niners are in the Super Bowl rematch of the Super Bowl in 2019, a game where the Niners led by 10 in the fourth quarter before, well, Patrick Mahomes was Patrick Mahomes, their first Super Bowl of maybe a new dynasty. They go for three out of four, New England Patriot-like, but I mean, Main headline as we transition from Championship Sunday to Super Bowl Sunday is not um, anything but Taylor Swift. What's your main takeaway on the actual football games? Yeah, I completely forgot. That's what Sick Brain has done to me. But um, 
I believe my wife has a Taylor Swift album. And I was going to be like, for everybody who uh, gave me shit for betting on Lamar and saying, take the Ravens for the uh, Super Bowl, it was a joke. And I was going to have the record in my hand. <laughs> I was working to jinx them. Um, no, so, I mean, looking at this this first game, the uh, the Ravens play calling. Todd Monken, if it's on him, if it's on Harbaugh, if it's on Lamar, I don't know. But Lamar dropped back 82% of their plays. What are you doing? That's not Lamar's game. You led the league in rushing this year. And they ran the ball, like, what, six times with Gus Edwards, um, not counting Lamar's scrambles. So I I didn't get that play calling at all, and that bit him in the ass. I mean, you needed to run the ball. You needed to keep Patrick Mahomes off the field with a slow, grinded-out game, and they didn't do that. And, and that's why they lost. And because of that, I mean, they, they deserved to lose, unfortunately. Um, but yeah, just terrible play calling. And then, like you said, Patrick Mahomes being Patrick Mahomes. Um, I doubted the chiefs all year. I said, this offense isn't scaring anybody. It's not the same <laughs> team. And you said, yeah, but it's Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reed. I mean, it's still them. And, and you're yeah. right. Here they are coming to the Super Bowl again. I, I tried to fade them. I can't say that I'm completely innocent. I tried I tried like hell to get Bill's Mafia over the finish line. I thought this was our spot. But they that guy, he just they have a way of him and Kelsey elevating their play. I mean, he, yeah. Kelsey had been dog shit the last five, six weeks of the season. He was throwing his fucking helmet into the stands. He was dropping balls. He was fumbling games away against uh, the Eagles on Monday yep. Night Football. And Mahomes, maybe Mahomes actually just wasn't that bad. Maybe his receivers just weren't catching the ball. I know the the Raiders game on Christmas Day kind of really amplified how bad or how much they were a mess that they were struggling that because he had those two turnovers. But maybe it was just a matter of he just needed his guys around to catch it. I mean, you look at it. Remember um, uh, Valdez Scantling, the, the drop against yeah. the Eagles. Now and now in the AFC title game, he's making a fallaway freaking catch to get him to the Super Bowl. Maybe yeah. it just took uh, getting Tony out of the mix, to be honest. Right. Uh, but I, they just—he's—he's he's so damn good. He really is, and he—he's such a special talent. And I know if he wins this, we're gonna compare him him to Brady, and we already are. I mean, the the parallels are undeniable. Brady won early in his career, three out of four with Belichick. Um, had had good had a good good defense, good supporting cast. Mahomes is on the verge of going three out of four as well with Kelsey and, and Andy Reid. I mean, you kind of compare Andy Reid and Bill Belichick, two two fucking easy Hall of Famers, different in their approaches, but so successful. And then Mahomes, Brady, the Gronk, Kelsey, and, yeah. and they just elevate everybody around them. But this, I feel like I hit the handicap on the head because I'm like. I feel like the Ravens don't play well in close games. They every win of theirs is just a blowout, and you got them in a close game, and they they fucking choked. They some of those throws that 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 Lamar had, and then Zay Flowers with the taunting call, yeah. uh, and, and I and I'm all against all the taunting calls, but that one was so obvious where it's like, dude, come on, like yeah. you're gonna throw the ball at him and then stand over him, like you know that's gonna get called. And then he fumbles on the one yard line after he almost breaks his hand. They just completely self imploded. And, and, and I know we always say we don't know if they'll get back. Who knows what's going to happen in this league? Who's going to get traded where in the offseason? But if you're the Ravens, man, this is a miss, big time missed opportunity. It was their biggest home game in uh, franchise history. 
Yeah, definitely missed opportunity. Um, they're going to be kicking themselves. That defense, I don't know if it returns next year with the same intensity they had this year, so that's going to hold them back a little bit. They they need to get Lamar some some more options besides, say, Flowers. I mean, I know they got Mark Andrews, but he's been getting banged up the past couple seasons. Isaiah Likely is not a – he's good, but he's not a full replacement for Mark Andrews. They need him some help in the passing game, and then they just need to stick to the game plan. Run the fucking ball. Yeah. You know, just run the ball. Um, I truly think if they had just kept it on the ground and the, done a ground-to-pound tack here – that they could have taken this game, but I, I don't know. I, again, I, like I said at the beginning, I don't know who's to blame. Is that, is that Monken? Is it Lamar? Like you pointed out before the show, maybe Lamar wanted to show that he's better. I don't know. And, and speaking of Mahomes, I, I just saw a thing. J.J. Watt is listing him with Brady and Mon, Montana. He said he's not to them yet, but he's in that same category. If if he does win this one, I mean, yeah. once you get to that 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 company of three Super Bowls, then you really start. He, I never thought we'd be talking about a guy that could maybe catch Brady, and I know he's only got two, but he's still only he's still only what twenty six years old, or is Something he twenty seven? Twenty seven, I think. Yeah, and just the whole situation around him is so good, and their culture with Andy Reid. Um. Andy Reid, Andy Reid got fired in Philly, and he may arguably go from being fired to maybe end up if he just keeps riding south with Mahomes, he may end up as the greatest coach of all time in, in, in the grand scheme of things. So, uh, but I felt like too, this felt like a Patriots win all those years where it we're, we're, we're our roster is probably not as good as theirs top to bottom, but we have the best player at the quarterback position, Brady Mahomes comparison. Again, we're going to start fast, get up seven, nothing, take the crowd out. Cause you could hear a pin drop when they scored that first touch. And when they yeah. went right at Kyle Hamilton with Travis Kelsey, I was like, Oh boy, here they are again. And, uh, <laughs> and then they just kind of let you press it and, and beat yourself in, yeah. and for the Ravens, they, they beat themselves with the fumbles, the play calling. I think a lot of it was Lamar. They talked about how much Lamar had an impact on this game plan. And I, I think he was he 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 wanted to prove that he could outduel Patrick Mahomes in, in, throughout the air. And that's just not that's not Lamar either. Like you said, their one drive where they they went down and scored a touchdown to answer the 7 0 uh Chiefs victory or lead was they set up because of the fourth and one big time run by Lamar. It, it yep. was jumbo formation. We're going to pound it down your throat. And I th I thought atrocious game plan. There's no reason he should drop back 80% of the time. And I also thought, man, some of the scrambles, I thought he had some opportunities to really tuck it and run and get 20, 30 yards, but trying to force the ball downfield. Yep, absolutely agree. Um, and, yeah, shout-out to, or I guess tip of the cap, to the Mahomes-Travis-Kelsey connection. Hamilton had been – excellent against tight ends i mean probably the best defender yeah. against the tight end position all year and then they just they carve him up they went um, right at him i said yeah. oh my god they said yeah. hey, that's your strength here's our fucking strength <laughs> i i said oh boy that's that that was that was a statement drive like you said that was yeah. we've been here you haven't we're gonna go right at your so-called best player and kyle hamilton's a hell of a fucking player but yeah Travis Kelsey at his best is unguardable one-on-one. -on -one. That was the reality. And shout out to the chat. 
juke. Yeah, you're uh, you, you might need some counseling <laughs> from Bills, Jets, and Dolphins fans because it feels like we got another 20 year run on our hands with this team. They still have another game. Um, they still need to beat the Niners. Uh, they, they've already they beat them in the first Super Bowl of this run. We'll see if they can do it again. But any last thoughts before we go over to the NFC title game? Um, other than uh, Andy Reid is 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 a goat. He's over there pointing to Taylor Swift after the game. I mean, he's <laughs> Andy Reid. Don't give a shit about nothing. He's having the time of his life with this team. Big Red. I, I'm happy for Big Red. I thought he I thought he got a raw deal in Philly and. Yeah, he's, he, he's showing it to them right now. Yeah, no, absolutely. He's a very likable guy. Even though I don't want the Chiefs to win the Super Bowl, um, I'm hoping Brock Purdy silences the uh, the Swifties. But it's hard not to like Andy Reid. I mean, he's just a very likable guy. Shit, I liked him when he was on the Eagles, and uh, you know, yeah. I hate the Eagles. So right. yeah, absolutely, he's definitely a likable guy. Um, and, and you know, shout out to the Big 12. Uh, I'm a co host on the Big 12 experience. We got Big 12 quarterbacks Patrick Mahomes from Texas Tech, Brock Purdy from Iowa State in the Super Bowl. So, you know, I'm fired up for this. Uh, we'll talk about Purdy and those Niners on the other side, but first, we got to talk about prize picks. Get on over there. Prize picks is the best stack winners on top of fucking winners. Promo code SGPN. Uh, J Mark early in the week. I know they got Super Bowl props left and right. Anything you're looking early to uh, uh, jabble at? Is that the right word? Yeah. I, I mean, <laughs> you got to. I, I didn't do a deep dive into this because we're going to be doing a kind of a section, a whole section on this on our next show. But um, I think you got to, you got to jump on the Travis Kelsey over receptions. Uh, Mahomes showed that no matter how good the defense is at covering Travis Kelsey, he's going to continue to go towards him. Uh, I think that's sitting at seven right now. It could be at eight. I'd still take it. J. Mark says, get on over there to prize picks. Bet the Swifties, bet the Kelseys, and, and take the over, or take the hires. It's uh, it's going to be profitable once again. I think J. Mark's got the script over there. So go to prizepicks.com slash SGPN. Code SGPN for your first deposit match up to $100. Prizepicks.com slash SGPN. Code SGPN Prize Picks Daily Fantasy Sports made easy. All righty, let's get over to the other game where the Detroit Lions fucking came out guns blazing. I'm like, are we really gonna have Dan Campbell and the Lions in the Super Bowl? Up 24 to seven, then it was 24 to 10. They held the Niners to a field goal, and then this is. I don't care what the fucking analytics say and, and people say that Dan Campbell stayed true to who he was. If you kick a field goal there and 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 if you're if you if you don't have a field goal kicker that can freaking make a 40 yarder, then go get another one because there's no excuse <laughs> to in this day and age and in, in 60 or 70 degrees that you can't make a 45 yard field goal. If he kicks field goal, they're gonna win the game because the mm -hmm. odds of them blowing a 17 point lead with all the momentum with a quarter and a half are so small. Um, and then he doubles down and doesn't kick the field goal to freaking tie the game to to get to, to uh get any momentum back. And you know, it's fitting they lost by three. Honestly, it's fitting that they yeah. lost by three because you pass on two field goals. I'm tired of these coaches losing their mind. I don't want to hear win probability. That is the biggest bullshit I've ever heard in my life. Context matters. Momentum yeah. matters. And we had this discussion with the two-point analytics, and, and mm -hmm. we talked about it. 
if you have Patrick Mahomes, your analytics are different than if you got Jared Goff. Yeah. Your, your analytics are different if you have Josh Allen versus Sam Howell or any other bottom tier quarterback. They, I'm so sick of everybody clumping these all scenarios in the same category. That's not how you coach and play football. But maybe right. I sound like a dinosaur. Maybe people are turning it <laughs> off right now saying, fuck you, Mac. You don't know what you're talking about. I don't care. Fuck you, too. Uh, J. Mark, uh, your thoughts, man. I know I know you're in agreement with me. You'll be a little more kind about it, though. <laughs> maybe. Um, no, 100% <laughs> agree with you there. And not only that, I mean, I get what the, the computer analytics say to do. But are they taking into the fact that if you don't kick that field goal and you go for it and don't get it, the momentum shift. Yes. Like, is it weighing that in? Because I don't think a computer can tell you about that momentum shift and how the guys are feeling. Um, it's just unbelievable. And you're right. I, I saw you put it out on the X that this isn't week three, right? This yes. is the, the champion. It's winner go home. So what are you doing being that risky when you don't leave points on the field like that? It's unbelievable. Um, I, I get that he's an aggressive guy and that that's his, his kind of uh, mantra that he goes by, but you, you got to be smart about it. And that wasn't smart. It wasn't smart to not take those field goals at all and goes to show with the score here. So um, I don't know. It, it was great to see as the Bears fans see those lines implode. Yeah. That first half, I was like, are you kidding me? Uh, it was really funny as the Hawkeye fan to see afterwards they they released footage of George Kittle saying in the in the second quarter he said, "Man, I can't wait till we win this thing." And when they interview me, I'm gonna say they had us in the first half, but we got him in the second or something like that. And and that's exactly what happened. It's like he spoke it into existence. Um, the 49ers, good for them for not giving up because it. 24 to seven and a half, it would have been, it was hard for them not to just be completely defeated. Well, and, and I think you, you, you hit the nail right on the head, Jay Mark, that their grit and experience showed up. They, this yeah. was their third. And we talked about this in the preview. This is their third straight NFC title game. And they've had a lot of heartbreak over, over the last five, five years of Shanahan. They, the the first game with the Chiefs, the Super Bowl, they blew a 10-point lead. Garoppolo has the guy over the top. I'm not saying they win the game, but if that's complete, they probably win the game. So that's a heartbreak, blowing a 10-point lead in the Super Bowl. Then you go to 2021, they blow a 10-point lead again to the Rams on the road. And what was almost a home game, because there were so many Niners fans, that that felt like a gut punch. The 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 Rams won the Super Bowl. The Niners probably would have beat the Bengals in the Super Bowl. And then yeah. last year, I, I know Sean has his opinions. Uh, the the Eagles probably were the better team, but as soon as Brock Purdy went out with his elbow injury, then Josh Johnson went out. There was no hope that they, they had to go wildcat the rest of the game. So this is kind of a team that's that's been snake bit, but finally really dug deep and, and found a way to win a hard game. And and like you said, kudos to them. And they talked about it in the post game. They said, what, what was the changing point there? Like when they didn't kick the field goal to go up 17, when they yeah. went for it, that kind of gave a second life. And I just, I, I don't get it, especially at the end of the half, when you kick the field goal to go up 24, seven, you yeah. kick the field goal to go up 24, seven, instead of going for it. If you're just going to be reckless Dan all the time, then you go for it there too. So more inconsistency, um, I don't know, man. I just, if you're a Lions fan, I know you're happy to be there. And I, if, if your eyes team were in the same situation, yeah, we'd be pissed off, but at the same time, you'd have 
a little perspective be like you know we've sucked so long that it was it was sure. nice to get here but we also talked about it with the bills when they lost to the chiefs in 2020 they made the afc title game we we said yeah. oh they're gonna be back every single year they haven't been back yet it's it's fucking hard to get back there when you don't have a guy like patrick mahomes or tom brady year in and year out yeah for sure um for sure and, and shout out i know fortune said it earlier in the chat um who would have believed we would have had Mr. Irrelevant against Patrick Mahomes for the Super Bowl? <laughs> Last pick in the draft against against the uh, top-tier quarterback. Uh, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be a good game. Um, I, a, I don't even know. I mean, this game I was happy to say I kind of, I kind of picked it accurately. I said the Niners are going to be ahead. The 49ers are going to get a garbage time to cover. I did not expect that the Lions were going to be ahead that, that long, you know, in the first yeah. half there. Um, and just, oh, hit on one other point of yours. Agree with the field goal at the end there. Why kick it there if you're going to go for it two other times? Uh, when he was going to go, yeah, when he was going to go for it then, I was like, this is a mistake. You yeah. go for it here and you don't get it. You send the Niners into halftime with momentum. Um, and then he kicked the field goal. I'm like, good decision. Now he's being smart about it. And then he comes out two more times. He's like, nah, let's just go for it. <laughs> and, and like you said, man, I, 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 I respect his aggressiveness and, and, and I get you set the set the tone throughout the year. That's how we're going to play. But when you actually get to the spot, it's not about setting the tone anymore. It's right. about winning the game. It, it, how many times do we talk about with Belichick and Brady over the years? And now Mahomes and Reed it last week, they had to, they had to outgun the bills. They had to win a higher scoring game. What'd they do against the Ravens? They drug it into the mud. They grinded it out 17 to 10. We saw that forever with New England. You gotta you gotta find ways to win in different ways. There's no one shoe fits all it, it, when, right. when you're trying to get to the top because of every team is so good and talented when you get to this point. Um, we'll talk about the matchup here. Are, but real quick, are you concerned with the Niners defense? Um, I mean, we saw the Packers kind of tear yeah. through them pretty easily. We saw the Lions kind of tear through them pretty easily. So, yeah, a little bit. Um, they they need to really tighten up because if if Jordan Love and Jared Goff can tear through you, Patrick Mahomes will have no problem. Well, am, am, am I bold to say that the Chiefs have the better defense? I feel like the Chiefs defense is better than the Niners right now, and I never thought I would say that other than uh, uh, I think I was right on the Chase Young deal. <laughs> he's the common I denominator <laughs> I, i'm seeing all sorts of stories that he's coming to the bears next year um, oh god you're done <laughs> a, i heard on a mid contract level though not like some huge contract so that would be good at least but um yeah no i agree with you i think if you look at these past two weeks anyways the the better defensive unit has been the chiefs yeah it's it's going to be interesting obviously we have this is the worst. Honestly, this is the worst two weeks in, in the football calendar. I, honestly, the Super Bowl sucks. I, I know everybody likes the Super Bowl <laughs> because it's the Super Bowl, but for actual football fans like us, this game sucks. It, yeah. It's so much bullshit. And now you got, yeah, I mean, now you got the Swifty angle too. It already <laughs> was a Swifty type event. Now you got actual Swifty in the game. Right. It's good. I mean, this is going to be anything but what's going on on the field. So, and it's in Vegas. Oh, my God. To talk about a circus and a half. Yeah, 
anytime I go to a Super Bowl party, everybody's like, oh, that halftime show is just so good. It's like, I just want to watch this fucking football. Let's hey, get rid of this. Hey, long shut the fuck up and turn up the TV. <laughs> yeah, <right>. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I got the under in this game. I don't want to see any points. I want everybody to be miserable here. <laughs> exactly. Uh, Real quick, we'll recap how these teams got here and give a little sneak peek on the opening lines of the Super Bowl. But first, we got to talk about Cut. Cut is a peer-to-peer social uh, betting platform that's U.S.-based and available in 40 states. Head over to Cut.com and use that K-U-T-T.com. Promo code SGPM for a 10% deposit today. We're also brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets. The NFL season's over, almost over, so hopefully you win bigger by betting smarter next NFL season and the remainder of this NFL season with Hall of Fame Bets. Stop betting in the dark and join over 30,000 users researching with Hall of Fame Bets to craft a more intelligent, data-driven parlay. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit HOFBets.com. Code SGPN to get 50% off your first month today. Start researching, start winning with Hall of Fame Bets. And we're also brought to you by the merch store. Get on over there and freaking. Help out your favorite show, old-fashioned football, college experience. Throw us a bone. We're competing against all the other shows. And get over there and get your favorite item today. All righty. We are back on the NFL Gambling Podcast. J-Mark, real quick, and I think I know your answer. If the Chicago Bears, or when the Chicago Bears, are in the Super Bowl next year, (laughs) will you be at a Super Bowl party? Absolutely not. I, I know. Um, I went to you. I already told my thoughts. Yeah. I said, absolutely. If the skins ever get there, you can cancel the plans. You can go. I don't care. But I'm in yeah. my own basement. <laughs> when, uh, in what was that, 2010, when the Bears made the Super Bowl against the Colts, I did oh. watch it with my, my parents because my dad's a big Bears fan as well. So with them, I watched it, but no like party type thing. It was literally just watching the game. No, I'm with you. No, you can't. You can't. You're too emotionally invested. And uh, yeah, no, no. Parents is the only thing I, I agree. Your family. And that's about it. I don't want to hear anybody's freaking drama in their life on Super Bowl Sunday <laughs> when it's your team in the game. But uh, all right, let's recap how we got here. Um, going into the year, the Niners were the favorite to get to the Super Bowl in the NFC. And so were the Chiefs. So actually, this is a chalky Super Bowl in a way. Yeah. But it wasn't chalky all the way through. Both teams hit adversity. The Niners started 5-0. and Remember, they beat the Cowboys on that Sunday night. Um, we, we thought nobody was ever going to beat them. And then, and then they got banged up. Debo went down. Trent went down. They lost three in a row at Cleveland. I remember that game. I was on that money line, P.J. Tucker. Uh, and then we were on Kirk Cousins in primetime. And then they lost to the Bengals. Then they hit the bye week. Came back strong. We both were on that Jaguars get-right spot out of the bye week. And they reeled off, what, six in a row there. Before finally getting uh, depleted there, they got embarrassed on Christmas night. That put them at 11-4. and four, And then they beat Riverboat Ron to clinch that number one seed when uh, Philly dropped that game to Arizona. So they clinched it New Year's Eve, 12-5. and five. They beat the Packers. They beat the Lions. That's how they got here. Looking back on this Niners season, J-Mark, we both were on them to win the West. We both liked them to win um, the NFC as well, uh, but we didn't want to really give it out because it felt like it was so chalky. But just your thoughts on these 2024 or 2023 Niners as we head into the Super Bowl. Yeah, we. I mean, I think we even said they're going to be tough to beat, but we don't like giving out the chalk. We, we like to look for that plus money. Yeah. Um, 
but no, a, a hell of a season. One that started even in the off season with, is Brock Purdy even going to play? I mean, there are so many storylines on, is he going to recover from that elbow surgery in time? So the fact that he's done that, the, the fact that Christian McCaffrey, who I know we've looked at him as injury prone, but I've been, I dug into that a little bit for fantasy football and he's played, I think 92 of 116 games. So maybe injury prone is a little bit of an exaggeration. He just had some bad luck there, um, it, but he stayed healthy. So yeah, I don't know this. They had a heck of a season. We knew they were a very well coached team. We knew they had a lot of talent everywhere and that they had talent where they needed it in the spots that they don't necessarily need it. And I'm not trying to pull anything from anybody on that team, but they had the scheme to support not necessarily having the best guy on the field. Um, nobody's going to tell you that Brock Purdy is a better quarterback than Patrick Mahomes, but the scheme of that, that Shanahan runs here in the offense, they run, he doesn't need to be. Yeah. And, and neither was Jimmy G and that's yeah. why Jimmy G was so good there. And, and, and like you said, we didn't know who was going to be the quarterback. Uh, Jimmy G remember they were floating around Jimmy G coming back for one more run. You had Trey Lance. So yeah, I, I, I'm glad you reminded me of that. And Purdy came out in that Pittsburgh week one game and you're like, oh, I think he's, uh, I think he's back <laughs> he's and he's okay. their guy. So <laughs> yeah. yeah, Niners, uh, they were the best team in the NFC all year. So fitting that they get there. On the other side, this team was not the best team in the AFC, and we talked about it all year that we were skeptics. Uh, they obviously won the Super Bowl. They lose opening night um, to the Lions via the turnover uh, with, with Tony just completely shitting the bed on the pick six. They had all those drops. Uh, Kelsey didn't play that night. Jones didn't play that night with the contract holdout. But after that, they got things right. They, they won six in a row, and then in week three, that was uh, – the birth of the Swifty era and when they killed the Chicago bears and, and J Mark just had to sit there and take it and watch him show Swift every other play. And, and while his bears were getting annihilated 41 to 10, um, but that was the birth of that. Then they kind of, they kind of went through the motion, but found ways to win. They snuck by the jets on that Sunday night game, snuck by the Vikings, snuck by the Broncos, and then they finally got uh, picked off in Denver in that snow game randomly. And and so they were at 6-2. and two. They went over to Germany, got it done against the Dolphins in that game. Um, so they were 7-2 and two at the bye. Then they kind of shit hit the fan. This is when we really had our concerns in November. They blow that game to Philadelphia uh, when, when Travis Kelsey loses to his brother because he fumbled on the five-yard line. Um, they lose to Green Bay at Lambeau on Sunday night. They lose to Buffalo on the controversy play where Mahomes loses his mind. And then they lost to Vegas on Christmas Day. And that was really the head scratcher that they were losing to the Raiders on Christmas Day that late in the season. Um, but give them credit. They found a way to get the Bengals to clinch the division on New Year's Eve and then get into that three seed when they rested their starters in the last week. Playoffs, uh, I mean – they play the Dolphins. It's 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 a little bit cold. Fucking Dolphins fold. Chiefs roll. Everybody swag surfing while the Dolphins are bundled up in ten layers. And then we all said he couldn't do it on the road, and they couldn't do it on the road. They go to uh, Buffalo. They go to Baltimore, and here we are sitting with a rematch of Super Bowl in in uh, the year two thousand nineteen. So. Thoughts on this Chiefs team? This is definitely the most roller coaster Chiefs Super Bowl appearance so far. 
Yeah, absolutely. And I was ready to write them off. I mean, we talked about how good their defense was, but how bad the offense looked, how they they weren't making the the throws or the catches, and, and just everything looked out of sync. Um, but Mahomes, Andy Reid, as you pointed out uh, multiple times in this playoff in the playoff run here. It's Mahomes and Andy Reid. Who better to kind of get a whole team in sync again? And they did exactly that. Uh, quick, do you watch Hard Knocks? I do. I do. I, I, here and there. I'm not. I'm not a religious Hard Knocks guy. Say the Hard Knocks team next year. No, I just I uh, saw this clip. Um, the Jets were the Hard Knocks team this year, of course, and they had the mentalist on there, the guy that predicts. Oh all yeah, psychiatrist. Yeah. And uh, they asked the Jets player. Who are you guys going to face in the Super Bowl? Because obviously it's going to be Jets, but who are you going to be facing? And he, the guy said the Niners. And he said, okay, and what's what's going to be the score? Because you guys are going to win, obviously. What will the score be? And he guessed 31-21. And, of course, the mentalist had that all written down on this card already. But that receiver was Miko Hardman, who's no longer a Jet. He's a Kansas City Chief. Oh, yeah. So maybe, <laughs> maybe he was predicting it accurately. And we're looking at a 31-21 Chiefs score. I want the Niners to win, but I couldn't mess with that. I already put a bet on an exact score, <laughs> Chiefs 31, uh, Niners 21. There's an obscure bet for you that we're giving out early. Um, I think it's like plus 150 or 1,500, something crazy like that. So, <laughs> Do you know what the score was in 2020, or sorry, February 2020 when they played? Was it thirty-one twenty-one? It was thirty-one twenty-one. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> or no, wait, no. Was it thirty-one twenty or thirty-one twenty-one? Niners fans, I'm sure, will let me know. It was, oh, it was one of the two. It was. I think it must be thirty-one twenty because the there. Ten-point lead. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. There's a bet out there that that you can place in one of their specials, and that's the exact score it gives out. It's kind of the the most common one, so that must have been what it was. Yeah. Yeah. But, I, I may have to get in on that. Um, yeah. Well, all right, so that, that gets us in. I mean, you transition right into it. Uh, Niners open up, I think, as two-point favorites. It went up to two-and-a-half, then down to one-and-a-half, down to one, back to two. This thing's going to bounce around between one and two. I can't see it getting to three. I can't see it getting to a pick. Um, how – I think we both are going to be on the Chiefs because – of who it is. And it's Andy Reed off a of buy too now. So now you have the Andy Reed buy statistics back in your uh, corner. What's the case for the Niners to get it done? Cause I, I, we can make, everybody knows the case for the chiefs. Their, their right. defense is playing well. Mahomes is the best quarterback by far in the game. And there's a significant quarterback advantage, but what's the case for the Niners to get revenge from a couple years ago? Yeah, no, I mean, and I want to pick the Niners. It's just after Bill's Ravens, how do you fade the Chiefs as underdogs again? I'm saying, man. <laughs> um, I'm not but, doing it. Fuck that. Yeah. <laughs> but um, the Niners show that they can handle adversity. I mean, they, they had a really tough game against the Packers that they came back on. They just had a game where they were down 24-7 at half. And they have high-energy guys like Bosa on the defense, Kittle on the offense, that can pump those guys up. I mean, I, Kittle, they showed he went up to Brock Purdy, and he told him, he said, have fun, relax, we're going to get back in this. Bosa was in, uh, I guess, laying on the floor with a heat pack on his back or something, just yelling random things at halftime, he said. Um, those guys are excellent 
energies to have in your locker room and on your sidelines. And I think that's important. There's no point in this game where I feel like the Niners are going to be hanging their heads because they have guys like that. They're going to be picking them up and saying, hey, you know what? We're a couple plays away from this. We're a couple plays away from this. They have probably um, Mahomes is a great player, but the best all around player in football right now, you could argue it's Christian McCaffrey. The way he runs the ball, the way he catches the ball, um, the way Kittle can block for him. Kittle can be in a thousand yard tight end receiver, but also pancake really, really good players like Aiden Hutchinson. So they got all the talent. They got the attitude and the energy. There's no reason they can't win it. The, the only thing is just that it's Mahomes and Andy Reid, and it's going to be a hell of a tough game. Well, and the back of my mind, I could actually see the Niners starting fast like the other Super Bowl, but Shanahan has also the track record of fucking choking these leads away in big games. Yeah. And people forget, he was the offensive coordinator for the Falcons in the 28-3 game with Brady, <laughs> and they wouldn't run the ball. Remember, he kept throwing with Matt Ryan? They yeah. completely choked that game away. And then he choked away 20-10 to against the Chiefs. Um, and I also, I know Purdy's played well, but <laughs> this is a different stage. This is a different stage he's going to be in, and Maybe, maybe, maybe he shuts everybody up, but I don't know, man. I don't know. But I mean, crazier things have happened. Nick Foles has beaten Tom Brady in the Super Bowl. Uh, Eli Manning has beaten uh, Tom Brady in the Super Bowl twice. Uh, <laughs> not once, twice. But uh, those guys, I mean, I guess Purdy does have some same characteristics of those guys where. Yeah. He don't really get bothered. He could throw a pick. You his facial expression will be the same. He could throw a touchdown, three touchdowns, facial expression will be the same. So maybe he does have that dog killer instinct that we're talking about. It's just hard to know when he hasn't done it yet. And yeah, I mean he never beat the Hawkeyes, but um, <laughs> yeah, and all he had to do is score 10 points. He right. still couldn't do it. <laughs> but yeah, maybe I mean I know they don't have big dick Nick, but maybe they got big rock brock. I don't know. Um yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I you bring up a good point though. He he doesn't get rattled. And yeah. and maybe that's who he is. Maybe it's the fact that, you know, he was the last pick in the draft and now look at him. Why would he get rattled? I mean, he's already exceeded all expectations. And I'm not saying he doesn't want to win, but at this point in his career, he's exceeded everything that anybody really expected of him as the last pick of the draft. So um yeah, no, I mean it's gonna be interesting. My my concern is and Brock Purdy is a good quarterback, but if Brock Purdy is down, being down that many points against the Lions defense is so different than being down that many points against the Chiefs defense. Who's been there, the, done that. Yes. Yeah, Chiefs defense is elite compared to the Lions defense. So can he do a comeback like that again against the Chiefs defense if they're down? That's my concern. Agreed. And, and the, the other thing, too, that just thinking about, I'm thinking about the games that the Chiefs have lost in the in in the playoffs under Mahomes and Reed and the Bengals game. That was a weird game. Remember, they got off to like mm -hmm. a 17 point lead, and then their offense sputtered. They there was issues with uh, Tyree Kill. He that's why they got rid of him. Um, but the Bengals were able to get after Mahomes there. The the blueprint is what Tampa did to Kansas City, and that was just. Those offensive linemen were out for Kansas City that day, and and they just fucking teed off on Mahomes. Yeah. Mahomes actually didn't even play that bad. He just had no time. And Brady, 
Brady was Brady. Brady had been there, done that. Brady came out sharp, got Gronk involved. They they got off to what a seventeen point lead, and then they were able to just run the ball and hold on because it was like the Chiefs. They'd been there, done that. Yep. And then the other only loss was against Brady as well. So the two losses are to Brady and then Burrow. So <laughs> that the, the the cards are stacked against Brock Purdy with with going against Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes and, and Travis Kelsey, which could be his last game, by the way. Yeah, and th- I think that's a huge motivator for the team. The team loves that guy. Yeah, um, that's why I said a couple weeks ago I wouldn't be surprised if he leaked those rumors. Whether whether he's retiring or not, it wouldn't have surprised me that he leaked that just to get a, get the guys going, um, or get himself going. Yeah, 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 for sure. So. No, it's, it's going to be a hell of a game. I mean, you got Mahomes, who, like we've been talking, is among the greats already. And you got Brock Purdy, who was irrelevant. You got Travis Kelsey, one of the best that's uh, played the tight end position against George Kittle, another guy very good at the tight end position. Um, I don't know. There's a, And they both have good defenses. It's, it's going to be a fun game to watch. You got a lot of great players to kind of key in on. Uh, Completely agree. And the other thing you talk about Mahomes, he beat Philly on literally on one leg last year. Remember he rolled his <laughs> ankle in the first game and then rolled it yeah. again. Couldn't even run. And he still was able to beat them. So if you're going to lay the, lay, lay the, lay the, lay the number with the Niners, man, you're, you're brave. So I don't know, man, I got time to flip. They, I mean, nobody's going to be on. I would imagine the chiefs will be public uh, yeah. in the Super Bowl. Yeah, from what I saw, they already are like 70-some percent of the money and the tickets coming in on the Chiefs. Um, Don't get me wrong. I want the Niners to win. I would love it if Brock Purdy and Kittle and just the Niner Nation could could win the Super Bowl, kind of stop the whole Swifty talk and nonsense. Um, But it's it's not going to be easy, that's for sure. No, it's not going to be easy at all. Can't wait to preview it next week. enjoyed the season so far obviously we got one last game j mark you got anything over at the old-fashioned football this week or are you guys off this week and getting ready for next week no sir we got uh so we got a whiskey only episode tomorrow we have the um well his title is the bootleggers grandson there they make know. iowa legendary rye outside of iowa it's called sextrose rye and uh Come learn about the history of a bootlegging grandma from 1930 who said, fuck prohibition, let's make some whiskey. Oh, man, can't beat that, baby. That's what's great about the old-fashioned football. You don't even need to talk football um, and talk whiskey and a little bit of football. Jukes asks, and do you cover the UFL? J-Mark does. Yeah, yep. We should. Uh, we'll have coverage going on that with Colby and CJ and Nick Dant, I'm sure. Um but yeah, we'll be all over that. That'll be here before we know it. So, but between yeah. now and then, hey, I know everybody wants to bet on the fucking Super Bowl. Get on over there. You got a bunch of college basketball games over the next 10 days before the Super Bowl even starts. So get over there, the college basketball experience every single night, Big 12 experience, the main sports gambling podcast. Are, they're going to give out every fucking prop left and right ever created before the <laughs> Super Bowl starts. So get on over there, subscribe to all the channels. Any last words before we get out of here, brother? No, everybody have a good week. Uh, Don't look at it as a week off. Look at it as a week to prepare and drink whiskey, of course. (laughs) I like the sound of that. Let's get out of here. Let it ride.